the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my turn. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And we might have a little fun along the way. It's the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, a program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's great to be with you today, and I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation, and of course on our program, the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We do that from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions and the principles upon which our country was founded, and this is, um, you know, this is a topic, and these are topics that are, you know, no more, re- you know, very relevant today. In fact, more relevant today than I think pretty much any time in my lifetime. Before we get a great guest, I'll introduce him in just a moment, uh, especially perfectly for um, the, the topics we want to talk about today. Before we do, I want to give. You, give a shout out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and let you know that if you have garage door problems, any kind of garage door problem, big or small, residential or commercial, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at fladoor.com. That's fladoor.com. Or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now let's... Very pleased to be joined by Fred Brummer. Of course, he's been a longtime, frequent, consistent contributor to our show, a consistent guest host on our show over the years. And now Fred is joining us kind of to talk about this very um, dramatically ever-changing political landscape, both here in Central Florida, Orange County, Seminole County, um, but also across the country as well and in the state of Florida. Of course, Fred Brummer is very uh, well-equipped to discuss these things. He spent eight years in the Florida legislature. Then he spent eight years on the Orange County Commission. He's a local businessman. He's been in business here locally for over 30 years in private business with Brummer and Rogers CPA firm. And he's been very active in the community outside the political arena as well, as we know. But Fred, it's great to see you back. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to be here, Roger. It's always, a, you know, always an honor to be on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. You know, Fred, I was thinking about you, um, you know, while I was just thinking, and I think a lot of our listeners are kind of thinking about these same topics, is almost on a daily basis, I have a, get a reminder of just how dramatically the political landscape here in Orange County has changed literally in the last two to four years. Um, and what I mean by that, pretty much in Orange County, at least, Orange County, virtually most Republicans have been swept out of office. Um, you know, we've got a lot of what I would call ultra liberal, um, people in office in, in our, um, 
you know, elected officials in Orange County, Seminole County, which had been just a few years ago, literally the most solidly Republican county in the state of Florida, now has become you know competitive two party. Democrats are getting elected. Um, liberal Democrats are getting elected in Seminole County. Um, I'd just like to you know toss this out to you and and, and get get your perspective. You know the the it the change the change in Orange County the change in Seminole County. Um, Thirty years ago, when you were almost elected to the Florida legislature, uh, that was a transition from in Orange County from Democrat to Republican. You know, in, in fact, nineteen eighty-eight. That was the year. That's right. During that year, earlier in the year before the elections, Orange County became a majority Republican county for the first time Absolutely. since Reconstruction. Absolutely, and and that situation, you know, that situation transitioned all during the ten years that that uh, Dr. Sindler was in the state legislature. The 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 district that he represented continually turned Republican, Republican, Republican. Uh, I got elected in, in 1998, and the shift actually began that early, that early. So that the, the transition back to uh, Democrat, uh, you know, continued in that in that same in that same area. And I teased about the fact that, you know, that. Uh, Maybe it was Dr. Sindler's personality and my personality that, you know, under a Democrat, Dr. Sindler, it moved the district moved Republican and under under a Republican Fred Brummer <laughs> that it, the district moved Democrat. So but the 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 fact is you're absolutely correct. Two thousand four, the end of two thousand four, Orange County Democrat voter registration over Republican was 30,000, roughly 30,000. Today, in other words, the end of, end of February of 2019, that 30,000 number is 130,000. Orange County's non, no party affiliation number substantially exceeds the Republican voter registration. Okay, And, and that change, that change is not a change from, uh, you know, of political philosophy of the existing residents. That is a transition from the more rural community that that Orange County was 30 years ago when you ran, 35 years ago when you ran, to being a a cosmopolitan, a metropolis. A, you know, a, the urbanization of any district will convert that district from Republican voter registration to Democrat voter registration. And that's what's happening in Seminole County. Seminole County is is yet positive orange, uh, Republican voter registration compared to to Democrat. But the 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 difference is minuscule compared to compared to what it was. So you know so the the issue, you know, uh, that how do you serve, how does an elected official serve, you know, working families is is about is no longer about Republican or Democrat influence. You have to you have to be willing to serve both if you're going to be an elected official. We're speaking with Fred Brummer on the Roger Franklin Williams Show today. We're glad you're joining us. We're kind of we're talking about the changing political landscape here in Orange County, Seminole County. We'll also talk about 
uh, what's happening at, at state government as well and also on the national level. You know, Fred, and then one other thing that that just you know that that st- sticks out and which I you know find find disturbing, frankly, is in addition to just basic Democrat versus Republican trends shifting back to Democrat. Um, the Democrats that some of the Democrats that are getting elected are these ultra leftist Democrats, and I'll, you know an example I'll use is in College Park on the city of Orlando City Council. Robert Stewart, who's a longtime family friend, good friend and longtime family friend of, of mine, who is a Democrat. Um, I would say he's you know I don't want to label Robert, but but I would certainly my perception of of, of Robert Stewart is that he's a you know a centrist center left Democrat, if you will. If you, um, certainly not a flaming left winger by any means, any shape, form, uh, politically or culturally. He was he came you know by the skin of his teeth from being unseated in his own neighborhood, basically um, you know by a by a left wing un, unknown Democrat. And that's the kind of thing that that really gets my radar you know, going, and and it's one of the things I kind of wanted to talk talk about today. So, what do you make of just not only the shift from R to D? Um, but also the, the, the this influx, uh, and it, it's happening, of course, obviously nationally as well. But this influx of the Democrat Party, uh, the the ultra left wing of the Democrat Party, really, um, you know, gaining gaining strength. And and I will say to you that that it, I, I believe, it is the fact that these are motivated activists. Right now. Let's. You are absolutely correct. Yesterday or the day before, I read that uh, Congresswoman Stephanie Murphy, Murphy, who took the seat of your good friend, Congressman John Micah. I still haven't gotten over that one. Uh, and uh, and you, we probably never will. Uh, she is supporting this fellow O'Rourke from Texas. Most he's ever done was was uh, be a congressman, and then he lost to you know to one of the most hated uh, politicians in, in Texas, uh, Ted Cruz, and this guy's running for president. So, you know, I mean, there's there's a, an example exactly what you're talking about. Now, I, I sincerely believe that whether whether the uh, the working everyday Democrat voter has adopted that progressive ultra left wing viewpoint i don't i don't know the answer to that question however i am comfortable that that they are voting for the democrat that that their mom and dad voted for the difference is the democrat that is running compared to the democrat that ran when their mom and dad ran okay that that democrat is an ultra ultra left uh, the the seat in the Florida House, Representative Ascomani, uh took that seat that uh, uh, Representative Miller had taken back from from uh, uh, Linda Ch- uh, Stewart. She's, I mean, everything I've heard about her is ultra, ultra, ultra liberal, and so you know, I mean, it's just you know the the the. And that's exactly what what I mean. And I want to address. It's not just that. It's not just kind of back because re- things flow back and forth from Democrat to Republican, and you know, as as we see, um, 
you Bob Sindler at the end of the day, I didn't quite realize this when we were campaigning in the, each other. Um, cause I you know, assumed that he was just your typical uh, liberal Democrat from back in that era, right. um, which is a lot different than the typical Democrat Democrat right. of today. But uh, he turned out, I mean, he, his views aren't much different than mine, basically. Right. And, or, you know, and, you know, not to lump you in there, but I'll lump right. you in there in, right. in hours, you know. Um, so now, now we're getting hardcore leftists. We've got people that that uh, you know, uh, worship at the altar of political correctness, that, that feel nothing about criticizing you know, a white male for being a white male, if you will, or denigrating or, or, um, you know, or, 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 or literally, literally avowed socialist, which just a few years ago, that would have gotten you killed, killed your future in politics. The issue really, though, is when you look at it, when you look at it, that without substantial you know, competition, it is the activists, the motivated activists, that is running, you know, the situation in, in the Senate seat that took effectively uh, Andy Gardner's Senate seat, was Linda, Chape, uh, Linda Stewart, winning that seat, that was because she had good name recognition, not because, you know, not because of her particular political beliefs. Well, Fred, we're up on our first break. Friends, uh, we're going to take a quick break here from some of our uh, wonderful sponsors, loyal sponsors, and we'll come back. We'll continue to our discussion of today the ever-changing, the rapidly, dramatically changing political climate in Orange and Seminole counties. Also, uh, we'll talk about uh, what's happening across the state of Florida. I'd like to get Fred's uh, thoughts on the short term thus far of Governor DeSantis. It's certainly been an active term, uh, even though it's been short. And also, we'll talk about what's happening at the national level as well in politics in America. You're listening to The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. We're pleased to be joined by a longtime regular contributor to our program, Fred Brummer, former representative, state representative in Florida, where he served eight years, former Orange County Commissioner, where he served eight years as well, um, did phenomenal work in a variety of, of areas uh, which um, in both of those important positions. And now Fred's joining us as a private citizen. It's great to get his insights into the political landscape, both locally, statewide, and nationally. And that's what we're talking about today on the program. Before we go back to Fred, I want to let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain has been voted best chiropractor for now 10 years in a row. And I want to let you know that if you're suffering, I encourage you to call Dr. St. Germain at 855 when in pain. Dr. Patrick St. Germain has helped thousands of patients in accidents just like you. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's Dr. Patrick St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 10 years in a row. Now let's go back to Fred Brummer. Fred, when we talked, I went to break. Before we go you pick up our discussion about the political landscape, the rapidly changing political landscape, both you know, locally and nationally. I want to give a shout out to our friend uh, Don and Trini Fannin, who are you know I would say our most loyal listeners, and uh, you know it's always great to hear from Don. I get a note from him uh, from time to time, and it's always very uplifting and always really makes my day and puts a smile on my face to, to hear from him. 
And um, so anyway, I just wanted to give him a shout out because I know that you are our, our friends as well. And, you know, our, our dear friend, uh, the late Mayor Scott Vandergrift, you know, Don was a good friend of Mayor Vandergrift and a loyal supporter. And so anyway, I just kind of had that thought and wanted to share it. I, I saw Don, Mr. Fennin, Don at, at his front door during the campaign. And uh, as you said, you know, uplifting. The guy has such a positive attitude, such a positive approach. And, you know, I mean, it just made me, you know, step a lot quicker, a lot higher as, a, you know, the rest of that afternoon knocking on doors when I got to see Don. And a to- of, of an engaged citizen, one of, those, one of the citizens that takes the responsibility to keep himself informed and to, to be an active player in the political arena and just, I think, uh, as, as Thomas Jefferson ha- had envisioned it, exactly. uh, the, the citizen, exactly, you know, the, exactly the, 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 right. the, the, the responsible, well-informed citizen, that's the, that's the heart of America. And, and that's what you described, Don Fannin, perfectly. So. Now I'd like to go, now let's go back, and we were talking about specifically Orange County, and you know, you talk about um, you know, Linda Stewart, former Orange County Commissioner, Linda Stewart, who was actually elected to take the, what the seat that had been held by Andy Gardner, and that right. was a, that's a dramatic switch from, of course, Republican to Democrat, and, and that's that's a change. That was a, that is a change in the population in that district. You know, so the to give you an idea, talking with Mayor Nelson the other day when he was on the Orange County Orange County uh, delegation committee. All right, it was nine. Republicans. And this is, you know, we're talking five years ago. Today, there is two. The District 44 seat, which is positive, District 44, Southwest Orange County, had been served by uh, Speaker Webster, had been represented by, uh, you know, Randy Johnson, had been represented by uh, Eric Eisenhower. It went Democrat this time, irrespective of the fact that it has a still has the Republican voter registration. So, uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a different it's a different world there when you when you're talking about going from nine Republicans on the delegation to two Republicans on a delegation in just a, a, a five year, you know, five year period. It, it's really stunning, really stunning. And the same thing happening in Seminole County, several Seminole County House seats. Uh, were taken by the Democrats. In fact, one uh, specifically that pops into mind was Republican Representative Bob Cortez was unseated by a Democrat. Correct. Now, understand in the same same scenario, same scenario at the same time that uh, Representative Miller took the College Park seat back from Representative uh, Stewart, Representative Cortez took the seat back from a Democrat. All right. Now, when you look at Seminole County, what's stunning, what is stunning, irrespective of uh, Seminole County still being positive Republican, when you look at the voter registration in that district, Bob Cortez was in that area in Seminole County represented, that was represented by Bob Cortez, is Democrat, solid Democrat. Now, I thought, I thought the, re, you know, the risk for for Representative Cortez was the Orange County section, but the but the the Seminole County section for that seat is heavy D. So uh, when I was taking, 
I was taken aback by his loss. I realized he had taken it from a Democrat and went back to a Democrat the same way Representative Miller's seat took it, taken it from uh, Representative Stewart to now a new, you know, a new Democrat, an ultra left wing Democrat representing that seat. Well, now let's talk specifically about the Orange County Commission, where you served for eight years. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're speaking right now with Fred Brummer, longtime regular contributor to our program. Of course, oftentimes he contributed as a state representative or as a county commissioner. Now he's contributing as a private citizen and sharing his insights. And we're talking about the ever-changing, rapidly changing political landscape, specifically in Orange and Seminole counties. And later we'll talk about the national landscape as well, especially some of these, um, once again, this, continue this theme, the, 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 the emergence, if you will, of the hard left um, political as a political force in America. And we're seeing that with almost on a daily basis with the um, various new presidential campaign uh, pre- candidates that are popping up on the Democrat side. Um, let's talk specifics. I mean, what um, will, what will be the implications of this rapidly changed Orange County Commission, um, you know, in terms of policy, and are there, are there any specific issues or policies that you see changing as a result of Democrat? And and, and I realize it's it's a it's a nonpartisan race, right, right, right. but still the the people that, that get elected are either in most cases Republicans or Democrats. Uh, um, you know, and and one thing that I that I noticed, other than Mayor Dimmings, if I'm not mistaken, there's not a single male on the Orange County Commission now, and as a as a as a men's ad, as a long time I guess well known men's advocate, uh, you know I, I'm not thrilled by by that situation. But but anyway, um, or at, or at least it gets my attention. Um, you know, how are things going to change policy wise? Well, you know the you mentioned Mayor Demings and his administration will drive the they'll drive the, the be the driving force. The I I'm going to work off of the presumption that that the number of legis, uh, legislators on the, the county commission uh, are are going to it's going to be be much more challenging for people to find a new home it is going to be much more challenging for for residents to find a new job because of the anti-development attitude on on the commission male female rd that that that's that is uh, that's a that is a fact of life however mayor demings will drive the bus on that whether or not he will be able to uh uh help working families find new jobs find you know affordable housing all those things will in part depend upon his capacity to carry that to you know his influence on it because he still has to have four votes for any proposal that he you know that he makes so um that you know it's it people say well you know he's he's not anti development but if he's the only you know if he's the only vote you know or maybe there's one or two others that you know will be supportive of that uh you know it's still you know he still loses four to three so well, that brings up a, a next question I was going to ask, and then one other point out, another one that was a tragic loss for me personally, I would say for the citizens as well, from my perspective, 
um, my admittedly biased perspective, Ted, losing Ted Edwards uh, two cycles ago in the same cycle where where we lost John Micah, you know I, that was just you know Edwards was uh, and you served with him, but um you know just a solid common sense guy, you know uh, a guy you know who believed in the free market and traditional American values and all those kinds of things and was certainly very bright um, in addition to his common sense and um anyway to lose him off not only to lose him off the Orange County Commission but once again to lose him to a, a left wing. Uh, uh, a left winger was 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 another another you know blow huge blow um, from my perspective. But um, now my perception of Mayor Demings and um, which doesn't mean it's correct, but has just been he's more of a centrist than one of these ultra leftist type of Democrats. So what what is 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 that accurate based on your your I, perception i believe so or your, I, your, I, your experience because yeah. you worked with him yeah i, I you know I, mean, I think he brings to the table a common sense viewpoint uh you know he he certainly understands the you know the needs in the community i mean he you know he get he got former to, sheriff yeah got to work with some of the some of the real challenges you know and and and, and has i think a a viewpoint you know, or experience background that that will be, uh, you know, recognizing the challenges that working families put up with in Orange County, and so, you know, the issue, you know, relating f- law enforcement to affordable housing, is 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 a challenge, but it's not all that great a leap if you've got that experience to see what you know what what life is like for a working family, which he has had that opportunity. Now, of course, um, his wife certainly presents herself as a left-wing Democrat. I mean, she was uh, called Trump a racist and all that kind of stuff, but I don't know how much of that's theatrics, you know, playing to her constituents or, you know, um, what she really believes in her heart. But, you know, certainly those are kind of things that that, that get my attention. But um, anyway, when we come back, friends, we're up on our next break with speaking with Fred Brummer. Pleased to be speaking with Fred Brummer on the Roger Franklin Williams Show today. and. When we come back, we'll kind of sh- we'll we'll finish up talking about Orange and Seminole County specifically, the rat, rat, uh, dramatically changing landscape, and then we'll talk some about our new governor, Governor DeSantis. Get Fred's opinion there. Of course, he has a very informed opinion for having been in the the legislature for eight years, and then also we'll talk nationally and uh, a little bit about the presidential race as well. Before we go to break, I want to. You, of course, give a shout-out to our friend Vito, friends Vito and Rhonda Fera at Network Sound and Video, where your memories, they can help your memories last forever. You can just find them online 24-7 at NetworkSoundandVideo.com or give them a call at 407-834-8555 and be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Central Florida's connection to news, views, and interviews. Important to you. And this is my turn. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, welcome back. It's great to be with you today on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. I really enjoy this time we have together every week, this brief time, to discuss the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And, of course, on our program, the Roger Franklin Williams Show, we do that 
from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, and country. Pleased to be joined by a longtime contributor to our program, Fred Brummer. And Fred has given us his insights on the landscape, the changing landscape in Orange and Seminole counties politically, also across the country. And we're going to get his insights on what's happening in Tallahassee as well in just a moment. Before we go to Fred, I want to finish up and tell you a little bit more about Network Sound and Video. Of course, many of you already know because I get reports almost every week from Vito that many of you are going over and visiting Vito and Rhonda and helping them helping them help your memories last forever. And essentially, in a nutshell, what they do is take you know, these wonderful things we have in our lives that document our lives, whether it's uh, just old photographs or whether it's you know, a VH, VH a tape or VHS tape, audio tape or video or 8mm film, 16mm film, things that we've captured, uh, old home movies that, we've, that have been captured as we um, went about our lives and now they're outdated in terms of uh, the technology. And what Vito and Rhonda can do, they can get, they can take those with their magical wizardry, and I have no idea how they do it, but um, and get it up to a modern, up-to-date form of technology, which you can literally just plug into your computer. You can share it with your family and friends around the country. You can email and text them on your phone. Um, they basically restore uh, literally your 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 life, the memories of your life, and get it to where you can out of a box somewhere. <laughs> where it's sitting, and, and I know because I had the same situation, uh, into a, 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 a vibrant part of your life once again. You can find them at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. That's NetworkSoundAndVideo.com, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Or you can get, go old school and give them a call at 407-834-8555. That's 407-834-8555. And yes, our live person will actually answer the phone. And, um, or you can just drop by and see them. They're conveniently located on Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. And uh, they're right there in the Merritt Center in the big tree uh, section area of Longwood. So that's Network Sound and Video. And be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you, where your memories last forever. Now back to Fred Brummer talking about our changing political landscape in in Central Florida, Orange and Seminole counties, in Florida, and in the country. Now, Fred, anything that you'd like to uh, finish up on before we move on from Orange and Seminole counties well, locally? You know, I mean, uh, the change on the county commission when you know when Pete Clark, District Three, ran for for mayor, uh, Maya Uribe uh, won that seat relatively easily. It just you know wasn't. And it wasn't a shock that she she defeated Pete Crotty. Uh, uh, Commissioner Gomez Cordero' uh, victory uh, was absolutely stunning and surprising, and just a reflection of her effort and her work. I mean, she was out there knocking on doors, knocking on doors, knocking on doors. She was down a substantial amount. In other words, you know, it's it's that when it came to the runoff to the general election, her um, difference between her opponent and herself as a result of the primary, it was was huge. And so it was just absolutely surprising that she was able to, to be get elected by the skin of her teeth. But 
it's a reflection. It's a reflection on, I think, the uh, the the current the current preference for women candidates, uh, and you know, obviously for you know for Democrat candidates, even that even though those both were nonpartisan elections. And, and that's another dynamic too. We're talking more about just the the demographics and you know shifting patterns of people moving in, people moving out, people dying off, younger people coming along, you know, those, those big picture shifting demographic patterns, which are, which are a big part of this whole shift. Right. But, but also uh, the internal dynamics are, yeah, there's, there's, there's more than one way to get elected. And, and the, the specific dy- dynamics that happen on a campaign, it's amazing, as you know, you're an expert at it, how many different ways you, you, can, you can get votes. Or how many things you can do as a candidate to win an election, and um, and that's part of the dynamic. Well, some of these people are, are getting elected because they just out hustle and out work and work smarter than than their opponent. And and I will tell you though that some of it, some of the the change over is is the the preference for for women candidates. I mean, you know, and on a state level, I sincerely believe looking back at the agriculture commissioner. I believe that had Denise Grimsley won the Republican nomination for ag commissioner, I don't think Nikki Freed would have been elected ag commissioner. You know, I. But it was a woman versus a man. She's the only, the only uh, uh, Democrat to be elected statewide in a very long time, with the exception, of, of course, of Senator Nelson. Uh, who you know who had been an incumbent for quite a while and and he lost but again that you know that that's part of i believe a a viewpoint of women candidates being much whatever reason right now much more acceptable so very interesting and friends we're talking about all the various factors both obvious and not so obvious um up front and behind the scenes that are part of this rapidly, dramatically changing landscape, in, in um, specifically in Orange and Seminole counties, but also Florida and the country. Um, and, and, and what I'm talking about a little bit more, you know, specifically is, specifically in Orange County, Orange County has gone from a, well, as we talked about, which doesn't seem too long ago, now it's been about 30 years, but, you know, at, at our age, that 30 years doesn't seem like, like, like very long ago. But it was it was a Republican county, and up until for about you know ten years or so, and then Democrats you know got ahead, and it was a competitive Democrat Republican county, and, and now it's not competitive. It, it's all it's all Democrats. Speaking of Orange County, and Correct. it looks like in uh, uh, Seminole County, which was a non competitive Republican county, um, is becoming a lot more competitive now uh, with with Democrats. So uh, getting elected, but um, now let's change and, and go to a, a little bit dramatic shift of course you know especially want to get your perspective as someone who served in the legislature eight years and legislatures in, in session now the new the, what, what's happening in in, in, in uh, Tallahassee now I guess things are changing to a certain extent certainly not as dramatically uh, or, or or my perception is not as dramatically as as right here in Orange County and and you know the Republican house uh, the Republican house margin was so great that even with the substantial losses that they took in a 2018 uh 2018 election still have a you know have a control uh, easy control of the house the senate again 
the, the Senate, Florida Senate, was so substantially. Republican. But if this trend continues over two or three or four election cycles, will, will that will that majority will those majorities be threatened? Uh, uh, certainly, if that continues in that direction. But I will say to you that that I'm not certain that 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 it will. We'll see. Let's put it this way: the 2002 redistricting will will I think have a much greater impact than the 2012 redistricting did because the the you know uh, the 2012 redistricting was driven by those uh you know quote unquote uh nonpartisan groups like the League of Women Voters Common Cause the rest of those that are you know that are and and proven in that in those lawsuits that they are politically tied to the Democrat Party. I mean, they you know I mean they may hold themselves out, but they the 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 planning the the discovery of documents and and discussion and rep, legal representation and all those things showed that those groups were working in lockstep with the Democrat Party to try and re- return control of the Florida House and Senate to the Democrat Party. Well, now. Depending upon the the twenty the the twenty twenty census, the two thousand twenty two redistricting will you know may have a, a, a far more impactful uh, I believe far more impactful uh, result than the two thousand twenty election. All right, I don't see a major change in two thousand twenty, but two thousand twenty two could have what you're talking about a, a real threat to both the. Florida Senate and Florida House Republican majorities. And a follow-up question, and you know, and I think from your perspective, having served in the legislature, you know, you've got that that uh, you know sixty-seven county perspective, or you know Pensacola to Key West perspective that that I don't have, and many of us don't have. Is what's happening here in Orange County is that fairly unique, uh, Orange and Seminole County, or is is that kind of dramatic shift? away from Republicans to Democrats and away from even centrist Democrats to, to leftist Democrats. Is that happening in other places in the, in the state of Florida? Yes, yes, it is. Again, it's the same situation. Those communities that are becoming <clears throat> urbanized, those communities becoming urbanized, are moving to, to, from the Republican uh, uh, column to the, to the Democrat column. Uh, that, is just a fact of, that is just a fact of life. I will say to you that... Uh, uh, I'm I'm actually you know I mean I I see the, the possibility that Florida just becomes a a regularly blue state statewide in other words in a statewide election not just the presidential election but statewide elections um, you know in the future individual districts it's still you know it's it's still in a transition still in a transition situation but 2022 could be the could be the time that 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 change actually takes place and as we move from local to state in our discussion we're up on our next break with fred brummer former state representative former county commissioner founder of brummer and rogers cpa firm um so we'll we'll, i want to talk specifically about more about the state of florida specifically about the new governor governor desantis because he had a very interesting primary election and an interesting general election, and now he's, it's been very interesting. He's obviously going to be an act, or, or, is, or actually obviously is an activist um, in terms of what he does as governor, and I think it's interesting. I want to get uh, Mr. Brummer's insights, and we'll do that when we come back from our break. And before we go to break, 
I want to let you know about our friends over at Baptiste Orthodontics and let you know and encourage you to start off your new year with a new smile from Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics offers braces for all ages, including traditional braces, clear aligners, such as Invisalign and Clear Correct. At Baptiste Orthodontics, quality new braces can start as low as $129 a month, and their professional, friendly staff provide the highest levels of customer service. So to find out more about Baptiste Orthodontics, visit BaptisteOrthodontics.com. That's BaptisteOrthodontics.com. Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics looks forward to bracing you for success in 2019. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Rod Important to You. And now, here's Roger. And this is my Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. It's great to have our special guest, Fred Brummer, former state representative, former county commissioner, also regular contributor to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, and actually a regular guest host on the Roger Franklin Williams Show joining us today. And we're really taking advantage of his insights and wisdom and experience for the full hour as we're talking about the political landscape in Orange and Seminole County, the state of Florida, and we might even have a chance to talk a little bit about the national political landscape as well. Before we go back to Fred, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors on our program. Sheeler Auto Repair, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, door Solutions, and of course, Network Sound and Video. And we'll let you know that if you are looking for a place that will care for your car, truck, SUV, or any other vehicle with old-school honesty, integrity, and dependability, I urge you to get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. No job is too big or too small for the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. In fact, that's where I take my car. They're located 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. Be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. And I also want to let you know if you have any kind of garage door problem, big or small, commercial or residential, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And you can find them at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com. Or just give them a call at 866-FLADoor, 866-FLADoor. And be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now back to Fred Bremer talking about the political landscape in Florida at this moment. Um, and it, you know, Fred's changing so rapidly, it was probably different now than it was you know, yesterday. But, um, yes, you know, which, which, which is basically the norm anyway. But um, it's always ever-changing, but, but not so much as, as rapidly and dramatically as we're witnessing here in Orange and Seminole Counties. But what do you uh, think of, um, first of all, what are your thoughts on, on Governor DeSantis, our new governor? And like I said, he had two very interesting uh, races. He, he, he started out as a, as a huge underdog against Adam Putnam, who had, you know, was kind of a, for like, you know, had, had served, had a long term of service in Tallahassee as a state representative, uh, most recently in the cabinet. Um, pulled off the big upset there. He was endorsed by President Trump um, and then had, had that, you know, that excruciatingly close election with Gillum, the mayor of Tallahassee, and you know, got in by the skin of his teeth, literally. And now he's been doing a lot of things um, and, and having a very high profile 
uh, since he was elected. And I'd like to get your thoughts. You know, the uh, Governor DeSantis is one of those people that I don't, I don't understand. And when I say I don't understand, I don't mean that negatively. There is such a number of people that never run for local office, which is where I think the action is, where you, you help working families the most. He got elect, he, he'd never served before, got elected to Congress. Okay? I mean, that's just, you know, just unusual. Uh, then carrying that to, to uh, the, the Republican primary, and I, I will never understand how this fella Gillum could come that close to being elected. I mean, the That's kind of exactly what we're talking about today. The, the stories, <laughs> the stories I heard of the uh, the old boy network there. You wanted your electricity turned back on after the after the hurricane several years ago. Not Michael, but several years ago. You you know you had to be a close friend of of uh, Mayor Gillum. And so, you know, for him to, you know, so it's not just, it was not just the, the FBI investigation about, so. And, and a complete total lack of name ID in a huge state like the state of Florida. 30% of the, of the vote virtually, you know, in the primary. In other words, it wasn't close to 50%, 30% of the vote. So uh, just for that to come that close to being elected governor, I didn't get it. But anyway, Governor DeSantis has, uh, you know, done uh, things differently he has done things differently he has uh, he has has uh, did not you know did not just kowtow to the his predecessor i mean he has taken an approach of you know we're gonna have we're gonna have new you know the new broom sweeps clean uh one of the things that i think that he has done is he has uh he has enthused folks for his approach on environmental issues, which, you know, God challenges us to leave the world a better place than when we found it, okay? And so I thoroughly support his approach because we can't, we cannot continue to suffer with red tide. We cannot consider the the algae blooms in the Indian River and things like that. But we also cannot just, you know, which is what the eco-fascist community wants to do is to, 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 to choke off any, you know, development housing being built they want to dump the, the government they, control even even right. interna- even that's, international control right. dumping on on working families by blaming it on septic systems rather than uh, you know the rather the other other alternatives so but he is you know he has taken that charge and he's and that i think is what is building his popularity you know i mean he's the new broom that swept clean he's taken an approach of we're going to address issues that are you know that are outstanding in in the environment so i you know i absolutely positively have to compliment him you know the polls polls show that he is he's a hit with with r's d's and npas and which kind of worries you not that that worries you what worries you is that he's a hit with the mainstream media okay so you know i mean it's one of those you begin you 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 know for conservatives such as yourself or myself you 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 get a little. You, you, you kind of took the words there, right out of right out of my mouth. Be, there has to be has to be more to be seen here, you know, uh, because uh, the, you know the, for them, for the media to be shilling for someone, they usually have to be a, you know a communist, if not at least a communist sympathizer. <laughs> well, that's why I I use the term interesting, and I think it really applies. Was the guy's really outside the box? I mean, and you know, I became first aware of him when President Trump 
you know, endorsed him, mm-hmm. publicly yes. said he was going to, you know, endorse him. And at that moment, I, I, I said, well, that's who I'm going to vote for. Right. Um, and of course, obviously, millions of other Republicans did, too, because right. he was nowhere. Uh, he wasn't even a blip on the radar screen at that point. Next right. thing you know, a day later, right. he's he's leading the poll. So, um, but um, so anyway, that's that's how I, you know, and I voted for DeSantis. And then, of course, um, yeah, when well, we probably don't have time to get into this right now, it's ancient history now, but. You know that his his primary race was a very interesting race because right. you had you had the newcomer guy that that uh, nobody you know knew much about. Right. Um, you know, Congress congressmen right. generally do not fare well in statewide elections in Florida. Nobody knows nobody knows them. You know, no no one knows the, the congressman from the tenth district near Jacksonville and you know in South Florida or Fort Myers or in the Panhandle. You know, and um, and then Patnam was you know I I would say well known and well liked and revered virtually everybody I. Yeah, I haven't discussed it with you, but everybody I knew who was in the system, if you will, and, and I'm an outsider, so right. uh, this wasn't necessarily uh, a, 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 a positive for Putnam from my perspective. But every, you know, the people that I know that are in Tallahassee and you know in the political spectrum just loved the guy. I mean, they just just well, absolutely loved a, him. A quality guy, quality guy. I assure you, a quality guy. I but mean, I just, think I think his long resume that he's basically spent his whole life building. Actually worked against him in this election. I, I don't. I I will say to you. I I, w- I would not necessarily agree. What what helped Ron DeSantis was the same voters came out two years after they supported President Trump in Florida. They came out and supported Ron DeSantis. Oh, I, oh, I agree. I you agree know? totally. But, same but, same but, but I mean, part of that was you know, the part of the whole Trump thing, and, and I'm, I'm a huge supporter of Trump, so I, I kind of get why people support him, um, was that um, the, 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 the outsider, you know, the, the anti-Washington, the anti-insider, that, that's a huge that part point, of the appeal that, of Trump. That, and that so I think point. that transferred on to DeSantis. Right. Yes. And, and yes. then you compare him to Putnam, and if you, right. Putnam is the ultimate Correct. I- insider. Correct. Correct. I mean, I think he went to the legislature when he was like 22 years old or something. He's, he's, he, he, until recently, he was the youngest serving legislator in, in the history of the state of Florida. I served with him when he was, you know, 23 years old or 20, you know, so. Uh, so but so. anyway, that was a very interesting race. And, um, and then, of course, it even got more interestinger and inter- interestinger. Right. <laughs> yeah. When it got to the general election, Gillum came out of nowhere. Same type of dynamic. But I, and that's, this is another topic for another show because we're almost out of time, unfortunately, here. That Florida governor's race, I think, is a microcosm of the changing political landscape yes. and the big picture. Right. Because, as you said, um, formally, e- <laughs> neither DeSantis or Gillen would have gotten anywhere right. in, a, in right. a race for governor. I mean, right. they didn't have the not only the credentials, but um, not not the credentials, credentials, right. but they didn't have the, the the kinds of things you need, such as I, name right. ID and right. organization and and resume and uh, that that you normally have to have to, to be a credible candidate for governor. And I think it's just the, the 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 mediaization, if you will, or even the the, the influence of of the internet. Because as soon as um, you know, like I said, as soon as Trump endorsed DeSantis, he vaulted into the lead. And I get it because I was one of the ones that okay, say so okay, I'm going to support him now. Um, and I think the same dynamic is working on the left as well. Correct. I think it was MoveOn.org or 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 one of these right. you know right. that was or, or was Bernie Sanders moving. or somebody right. one of these you know liberal right. left wing icons endorsed. Gillum, the next thing you know, he he skyrocketed. And you know, you mentioning you mentioning mentioning that you take a look at the leadership, the the, the face of the Democrat Party today 
is this woman from Brooklyn, Ocasio-Cortez. You know, no one knows who Chuck Schumer is. No one who knows knows Nancy Pelosi is. And I will say, tell you personally the irony, because previously Alan Grayson was so enamored of being on TV, so enamored of the public city and all the rest of this, he has to be eating his heart out for all the coverage that Ocasio-Cortez gets. You know, it is it is just stunning. I mean, but she's become the face of the Democrat Party. It, no, and that's a, that's a, another topic for another day. I was, um, I think that's very disturbing for for a lot of absolutely, reasons. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and and one of the reasons I think it's disturbing is I think she, she's a, a legitimate political force. Absolutely, b- because. I talk to people, you know, mention any names, um, you know, that, that are traditional Americans, uh, you know, um, and they say, well, they think she's a blessing for the Republicans because she's so out there. And my perspective is 100 percent opposite. I go on Twitter, I go on Facebook, I see people, they love this, this woman. She's some kind of a hero it's to because millions of, the of media. people. It's because of the media. And, but, but I mean, his it's, first which term, makes her a, a powerful then, threat. Yeah. First term, two two months in office, and effectively effectively leads the Democrat Party nationwide. And there's no telling how much how much how many contributions she's getting, Absolutely. and all this kind of thing. Absolutely. So it's just it's just stunning. Well, friends, we hope you've enjoyed the program today. In fact, uh, we've left you some. I think left us with some some food for thought uh, and some seeds to, for the next program. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Fred, it's been great to have you back and especially to spend a full hour with you today and, and get your insights. Appreciate the opportunity to have been here, Roger. Thank you. Friends, we're very pleased that you joined us today. I want to thank Alan Dempsey, our producer, and of course, thank our wonderful sponsors. You've been listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, and where we're dedicated to traditional American values and protecting, defending American values. It's great to be with you today. Have, have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.